0: and welcome to this week's duels, decks and discourse from myself whisper as well and amy the amazonian how's it going amy i see a little kitty (laughs) now i don't now you don't oh don't worry she's been um, running around on my desk trying to play magic with me does scraps play magic with you she likes to chew on the cards she does i let her okay This kitten likes to play with my cables (gasps) and things. Good kitty!
1: (laughs) Well, welcome everybody to Duels Decks and Discourse, brought to you by TCG Player. We are doing our first, no, technically second ever live episode because we attempted to do this live before, but technology said no, you're not allowed to do
0: that. Yeah, technology said nope, and that one actually never made it out. So if this makes it to YouTube, friends, then yes. This is recorded live on Twitch. If you watch this on Twitch and you're watching it again, you are the best kind of people, and I heart your face, so thank you. So Big thank
1: you. face heart.
0: <laughs> All right, what do we got to chat about
1: today? Ooh, we're going to talk weekend, about so many things.
0: You took part in the Mythic Championship Qualifier. Tell us about that. How did that go?
1: Yes, oh, yeah. I, with about 4,000 people, yeah. uh, assuming that you have two months worth of 1,000 from each the limited and constructed queues, yeah. competed to get into 16 spots for the Mythic Championship. I believe it was 16 spots at the end. And these were all people who were playing through a gauntlet in Magic Arena that was full of variation. I only played on Saturday, which was day yeah. one. And the day could be summed up as... Hey, do you think you can win eight games in a row? Pretty much, yeah. I saw there were only
0: like a, f- a handful of people, if that, who went eight and oh. I think Stan Sifka was one of them. And yeah, I, I watched a few of the streamers. Uh, I think I watched Crokies for the most part, and like he got five and two, so it looked like a rough run. Ooh, yeah, yeah.
1: I-, I got out early. I went one and two. I was playing a Selesnian list because that's yeah. the way I do it. And I died very quickly but that's okay because <laughs> I had low expectations for myself in that. Anyway, just like sheer statistics, getting into day two for me was like, oh, I've got about a 1% chance of doing this. Yeah. That's not worth my time. And the
0: games that you did play, like <clears throat> I see you're up against a bent deck here. Like, what are the other ones that you fought?
1: Like, Did you watch I any of the other matches? I three games and I, I didn't even get a good feel for what, there would be a metaphor because I was out so quickly. Mm -hmm. I believe there was a bit of red deck, bit of Bant Flash, like a Bant Aggro Flash, and then everybody's favorite control decks just
0: wandering around.
1: But (laughs) I I took a look at the top 128 deck list, which are the decks being played by the people that made it to day two. And a good way to sum it up is that there was a lot of red deck wins, like a huge yeah. amount of red deck wins. I would actually love to see stats also on how many decks were running tiny to oh, fairy because was in all of them, <laughs> a lot of them. Well, I mean he wasn't in the red decks. You know what? I would
0: just put him in the sideboard there just to be annoying, to be like, yeah, just, just like, to be sure. Just some extra to fairy power that I can't even play, but yeah. And what? Mm-hmm. One- one thing I quite liked about this uh, event as well, and this is what also makes me really want spectator mode, because only the streamers who qualified were obviously playing it live so we could, you know, see it. Yeah, the and that also made us so more susceptible cool. to cheating. Which was yeah. something that had been discussed, but... Yeah. It happened, I saw it happen uh, in a few streams, and I was like, like put, I, a, put a delay on or hide your hand or something, I don't know.
1: Were I you, had a suspicion a that somebody had been watching during one of my matches because they made a very strange move which was they sacrificed two firebrands to take out two sapperlings um Ah. and they did that on their turn which just seemed strange to me i'm not accusing (laughs) that person of sniping i'm just saying that's a really weird move if you weren't watching my stream yeah
0: but it's, I mean, it's difficult. You can never know unless the person is dense enough to have the same name as their in-game name in their, ch- in your chat. Of channel. course. Yeah. But then you also have Twitch chat that likes to go and create an account with that to start fake, they're in chat. Bullshit, oh my God, so. they're
1: in chat. Yeah, yeah, people are silly. By the way, I also <coughs> noticed uh, in a lot of these decks, a lot of people were running mass manipulate Simic decks. Oh yeah? Amount of S for control. And a lot of Esper Super friends, which I'm going to actually separate out from what I would say last season's Esper Control. Yeah. Um, because it's pretty much all Planeswalkers. Some of these deck lists have 20 Planeswalkers in them. 20. Yikes. That is so many, not 20 different ones, but like 20 between all the copies of cards. That's so many. Ick. Ugh. Ick. How many Planeswalkers? <laughs> Did you see there's also a couple people playing Nysatron Oh, yeah. and this is fun though. I really like her.
0: <laughs> oh, I want to beat you up with tree people I don't now. think her
1: land should have vigilance.
0: Whoa, oh, come on. I mean, she's she's a five cost card, right? It takes a while to get her down. So if
1: you're playing not an angry, not a green.
0: Not a green. Yeah, true. That's, yeah, you could get it down by turn three, right? Yeah. Oh crap. There's okay. also um, <laughs>
1: quite a few people running uh, Arc Light Phoenix deck. So that's a uh, Phoenix, usually is it deck? That's- yeah dropping them into the graveyard and bringing them back. Let's see here. And I saw a couple Esper mid-range hero decks. Yeah, that well that's, running. the hero decks are like, probably
0: the most popular in Esper, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. just cause extra buddies and I'm gonna kill your things and then smork you with my little one ones. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, yes, almost as fun as when you play a Vivian mid range or a midi- Vivian aggro deck, which is just flashing out these utility creatures like Shalai or Deputy of Detention, or even Hydroid Krasis as a blocker, you know, with card draw or healing. Yeah.
0: Well, while we're talking about the meta, let's go take a quick look at the uh, MPL Spark Split Week Three deck lists, because uh, that Sparks? happened this past weekend as well. Uh, there's a kitten. Hello. Hi, kitty. Hello, kitty.
1: Uh, whoa that cat
0: can fly that's weird Uh, yeah so uh, MPL sparks with week 3 deck lists Uh, seeing the same old same old for the most part uh, the majority of the decks is no surprise Esper midrange Bant midrange four color dread horde though this deck
1: oh Oh my my goodness it is
0: so much fun
1: I borrowed a deck list for this to play with it it's a ridiculous deck but the mirror matches for it are a Terror. They are just awful. They are so
0: fun. I love playing this deck against the Golgari land destruction one that's made a made a come up and so whatever. <laughs>
1: Cause you just that's what, guys, all their the casualties of war. It's a good card. Mm. It Does a lot of stuff. Yeah, but
0: you know what? If I've killed your Wild Growth Walker, I'm gonna steal it from you and I'm gonna gain mm-hmm. extra life. I love
1: this deck. It's Poor so life.
0: Fun. And I love that it's playing Massacre Girl, too. This card is so yes. cool.
1: And it's funny because you use the Massacre Girl with your Paradise Druids or oh, a yeah. um, a like a Jade Light Ranger that happens to only hit lands yeah. to just wipe the entire board.
0: For sure. Sometimes you sit there hoping, you're like, please whiff, merfolk, please whiff.
1: <laughs> just so you can kill it and wipe your opponent's board. And I've also seen with this deck some Elder Spelling, all your stuff to Fraska. So oh That's yeah. fun. Yeah, I've
0: oh, seen that a couple times. As a, I haven't as seen a that condition. yet. Oh, that, that's fun. I need to try that too. Let's take a look what else we got here. Jeskai Walkers. So John Rolfe's still rocking that. Uh,
1: that's pretty cool. Esper Control. Jeskai Walkers, they take advantage of the fact that there's a lot of board wipes that only hit creatures. Yeah. So they just pump out tons of planeswalkers and then they make Sarkhan hit face. Yes. This is a very fun
0: list. I, I've only gotten it to work a few times though, so... For well, the most part, it's either getting uh, countered or killed because it seems anything any decks that are playing black are now just playing elder spell and mainboard. At least that's what I've noticed. I don't know if that's, uh, that's the current thing. meta is planeswalkers. Yep, planeswalkers are fun. Uh, then we've got Azorius. It's Agro. Uh,
1: You know, this has been around for a while. Pretty this stock standard list. Really hasn't changed very much. I think the only inclusion uh, is of the lore law forces, yeah. And baby to fairy. Yep. Uh, some of them are running Gideon, which I do see on there. Yeah. That's uh the baby kids. Since fewer people are running board wipes these days, I mean his yeah. importance is less. He was really he was really good against those Esper control decks that had usually seven board wipes between everything. Uh, sometimes more if you count Cry, the Carnarium and yeah. all those little like baby colors for shoulder of soot. Yeah. And he was great because he survived those. But now those aren't getting run, or if they are, it's, uh, (laughs) they'll just counter your Gideon. Yeah,
0: I I find he gets countered more often than not, but eh, sometimes I don't know if I would prefer, I haven't haven't played Mono White in a while, but like, I would rather maybe still play one of um, Unbreakable Formation, just for that vigilance as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I do like that card a lot. I like it's my a good tricks. way to get in like a huge hit, buff all your creatures, and force your opponent to block. Yeah, and also if they do not get anything afterwards, afterwards. <laughs> if you uh, if you have the right combination of cards. So yeah. Yeah, so those uh, are Azorius aggro, which is what White Weenies has evolved into.
0: Wet Weenies now.
1: Wet Weenies, yeah. They're moist. Very Thank moist. Got, uh, bent Nexus, which I, I don't like. We that. have opinions. Um, <laughs> I I mean, was very good at getting Fog out of the graveyard, playing mm. it again, and then get Fog out of the graveyard and playing it again, and then getting Fog out of the graveyard and oops, Nexus of Fate. The good news is that this deck is falling in popularity because... Itty Bitty Baby Teferi mm-hmm. is very good at stopping Wilderness Reclamation
0: um, and Nexus of Fates yeah.
1: starting on turn four, which is what we used to have to watch out for. Doesn't happen anymore, or happens less.
0: Yes, which is
1: good. Uh, that was a
0: reschedule mono red. Another four color dread horde. Seems quite a few of them brought that. Teamir Reclamation. Oh, this is the expansion explosion kaboom deck. That was pretty fun.
1: Is that I, the I, fall I... combo
0: deck? Uh, I it's think really so. There are
1: two, rolls in, it, so got two cool. rolls in
0: it, yeah. But I love Wilderness Reclamation and Expansion Explosion. I just think that's that's a good use of Wilderness Reclamation. At least something that can smork your opponent like dead
1: one shot. <laughs> and you're just sitting there waiting and watching as your opponent untaps <laughs> or taps like every single land, and then they untap and then taps it again, and you're just like counting it out, It's like okay, so they can do that minus four. And okay, I'm going to be at two life. They're going <laughs> to drop twelve cards. And oh wait, I only have eight cards in my library. They're going to mill me.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's also. I mean, I like that. I think that takes a lot of time to set up properly. And then when it when it goes off, oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful sight to see. And then uh, Simic Nexus. This one. This one confused me because there is no um. There's no wilderness reclamation in this deck. Instead, it's just Nissa ramping to. Nyssa. Good. Yeah, it's just Nyssa, Nexus of Fate, and then I would like to play all my big Hydroid craces for a million, please. Oh, this one doesn't run Ugin. Hmm. Yeah, this, was, a, this was an interesting list. I'm not sure how Glugoski did, though, during week three. I didn't check all the results, but yeah, that was an interesting decision there. How many More of the colors? decks are
1: running the Explore package? Can you, like, control F for Wild Growth Walker? Oh, yeah, sure. Eight? Because is, I feel like it's most of them. It's probably all of them, honestly.
0: Uh, at least nine? Out of 16? Uh, a little bit more than that, because there's 32 players. 32 players. Well, I think there's 32, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, huh. oh, here's the other the other deck that was quite fun. I made a, I made a YouTube vid on this, which is coming out, or would have come out, depending on when I upload this. Check my YouTube, it'll be there. uh yeah this deck is fun i like this because you get to blow things up
1: this This deck takes major advantage of the fact that people are running a lot of three color decks and running no basic lands in them so you just saunter over with your casualties of wards and your assassins trophies and you say oh my what a nice land you have here. Yeah. It would be would- nice if you didn't have any sources of blue anymore. Mm, I'd like to blow up your
0: land, please. And yeah, like you said, if they don't have any basic lands, then it's just, I would like to destroy it. I am stalling you from playing your big things, and then I'm going to blow you up with, you know, Carnage Tyrants and uh, massive Wild growth Walkers, etc.
1: Turns out a two-mana land destruct is very good. Yeah. Or a creature or a Planeswalker destruction. Assassin's Trophy? is finally getting to see what it always dreamed of seeing.
0: Yeah, I do like this deck. I, I think when you put this one up against the four colored dreadhorde, though, I do think the dreadhorde deck yeah. comes out on top most of the time.
1: There's um, a lot of stuff that gets put into the graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but still, it's fun. This also takes advantage of casualties of war, oh, which yeah. is a card that was seriously <laughs> being underrated. I would be playing it in drafts, and people would be like, "Oh, I don't know if do- I want to." Instead of I had this in a. I think I had this in my pre-release actually. I got
0: this. I hit it hit. Well, it hit the board. It blew the board up, and my opponent just scooped straight away because I, I think I
1: killed four of the things. It was oh. like holy crap! Oh, oh, you did. You did four of the yeah, five. Yeah, four. I haven't got five yet. I'm aiming for. It's a pretty five. great when you're just like, oh, and you have an enchantment on your land to help fix. Okay, I will just take that land. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you because have board we- reborn that's going to go off. I'm just going to take that.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, even in the current meta, all of the decks play most of those. Artifact is probably the least common out of all f- all five, right? Because there's Planeswalkers in mono-white, there's obviously land in mono-white, there's enchantments in mono-white, there's creatures in mono-white, obviously. Mono-red as well, you've got your Planeswalkers, you've got Chandra, you've got Experimental Frenzy. So this is taking out most of the meta decks' stuff. So yeah, provided it doesn't get countered, casualties can have a good time blowing things up. Mmm, mm, delicious. Yes, it's very nice. Yeah, so those are the uh, MPL jacklists from uh, week three. Uh, Week four is coming up, I think. I think there's another one this weekend, I'm not sure. Um, But yeah, there's uh, more stuff and things. You should go and watch those, because it's great to see the best players in the world playing Magic. And again, would love
1: spectator mode, please. I would love to watch these people play, even if it's on like a five or ten minute Mm -hmm. delay. I don't care, I just want to do it. Yeah. Also, alias yeah. in our notes, you have something mentioned here called the Spikes Academy. Yeah! So, talk tell about... Me uh, about it. I will
0: tell you about it. You will probably like it. Um, so, I announced this recently this week. Uh, Spikes Academy and I are teaming up to get me good at magic. So, uh, I'm taking the Ultimate MTG course by Paolo Vittor Damo de Rosa. And if you guys... Pivot-divider? Pivot-divider. Yeah, yeah.
1: <gasps> I love Pivot-divider.
0: <laughs> yes is a great guy. <laughs> he tried to teach me how to say his name once and I butchered it so badly, but yeah, you because know, it's it's very fancy how he says it, but I'll get it right eventually. Uh, so yeah, so I am um, teamed up with Spikes Academy, so if you guys are interested in signing up to, there is a link in the description below. If you go click it, you'll get a discount, and I'm going to be starting this course. I kind of started it already because it's cool, um, but I'm going to be starting it officially on the 1st of June, so if you would like to... You know, learn along with me, and see how we can, uh, yeah, just in- implement what we learn through these courses into
1: magic, and hopefully get better at the game. Because yeah, are you learning like general magic skills? Or are you like, I'm gonna learn modern?
0: Um, well, the modern courses with Reed Duke. I think I'll do that one last, maybe. Uh, like, I can give you a preview of what this is. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit play on anything though, because you know, it's it's paid for content, etc. So, like, section one is the fundamentals, so having a plan, who is the beatdown, inevitability, are you playing to win or not to lose, basically. And then it gives you, like, a quiz at the end, so there's different sections in this one that I'm doing, and then resources, like combat, sideboarding, which I'm terrible at, so this is going to teach me a lot. And Learning then, yeah. magic, Yeah, wow. But it's, it's like an advanced course, so, like, you know how to play the game, you understand the rules, but now you want to take it to the next level, so yeah. So that's what Spikes is aiming to do, so if you guys are interested, click the link below, thank you to Spikes again for giving me access to the courses, and yeah, hopefully it helps
1: improve my magic, which would be- So will you come down to some GPs maybe, and we can party hard? I would love to do more GPs, I really, really would, so yeah. Don't be amazing, so unfortunately we just missed it, but last weekend was GP Providence, which was Team Sealed, and I couldn't go because it was also that you know, it was the MCQ, yeah, and streaming all that stuff. But imagine like the dream team of Amy and Alias and whoever heck elder streamer we could get, <laughs> just like flexing our way through the GP. <laughs> that would be
0: dope. I would, yeah, I would love to do more uh, Grand Prix and stuff. Um, go to more Magic Fests. Come to Richmond. I'll be there. Richmond. In Richmond. In yes. Richmond. I fall. Oh. I think November. Okay, that's far away, so we can plan in advance. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then second last thing to look at, I think. If there's nothing else, I don't think we missed anything on our list, but uh, Modern
1: Horizon spoilers. No, we did. We didn't talk about Momir. We have to talk about Momir. Momir. So there was a really fun, right. fun, to some people. It was fun to me, Momir right, in Magic Arena this week. It might have rotated out by I know the time it's still you're here. watching this. I'll, I'll kick one But for the people who aren't watching live right now, uh, so Momir, are oh, you entering into a game? Yeah, sure. So this not? Momir is special <laughs> because instead of just having a 60 land deck, you also have one of each of the Planeswalkers for more of the Spark. Some of these are extremely powerful, like yep. Sarkan or yep. Nessa or Urgan or Baby Teferi. Yeah. Oh my God,
0: Baby Teferi. Baby Teferi is a pain in the ass because oh, you just played an indestructible worm on ten. Ha <laughs> Bye bye. It's gone now. Uh, just got bounced. Oh, and also I drew a card. Tamio is also very good because you can like bend things and then bring her back. Yeah, this great. Is completely wacky. This is this a pretty. Is good
1: not Momir as you know, Momir. Completely crazy. Um it is actually a different strategy than uh, than regular Momir as well. A lot of people had the the strategy of oh well I'll start on turn three and then turn four, turn five, I'll skip six because of bells Belzenlock. Belzenlock yeah. no, no, doesn't matter now because he hits planeswalkers, so it's great. Hmm. Belzenlock hits planeswalkers, so it doesn't kill you. But it's a lot more of, oh no, I happened to not get the lands to play the really good planeswalkers in my hand. Or, ooh, check that out. I have the planeswalker in hand. It's great for the creature that my opponent just generated because I can exile it with the wanderer, or I can make a blocker. I can, can do it. it, And you got a noodle field. <laughs> so you drew a card, and that's fantastic. I got Thank Fibble Fip. Look at yeah. Oh, yeah. Kiora is also my, excellent. My, oh, oh, yes,
0: Kiora. I mean, oh, Kiora is just crap. She's my girl. Um, I love Kiora. I'm just going to drop Teo and keep my lands. I, I am hexproof the now. The yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> Talk to the wall.
1: probably useful at some point. Yeah. Well, Fibblethip, you go and smack that thing. Because now oh, you're you're all good. her loyalty are like, teehee, I'm going to ramp and draw cards.
0: Yeah, and also she can tap and then untap and then tap again. So you can play a five thingy now, and then it draws your card. Yeah, she's very good. You kind of want to kill her. Oh, but instead we get a cast now, but yeah. So this, for you guys who don't know what this version was for, was to get the uh, alternate art Planeswalkers, the stained glass
1: ones. Um, this one, if you got three wins, then you got Vraska. If you got nine wins, you got my terrible trash boy, Tibble, my beautiful little rascal. And if you got 15 wins, then you got my horrible son, Jace.
0: But Jace is full of Oh
1: no, he's, okay. uh, he's actually like my favorite Planeswalker in this set. I think he's the best designed planeswalker in the set, but oh my, he's also just my terrible son um, <laughs> who hates broccoli. All right.
0: Well, I have all my wins, so there you go, opponent. You get a free one. <laughs> Enjoy your thingamajiggies.
1: the yours, them, yours and cashminas, You're pure cashmere. Yeah.
0: Like it. I mean, they are they are very nice. I do like this event, and I like that it's free and that you don't get booped out.
1: Yeah, it's you awesome having going. a free
0: event. Um, like yeah, people who haven't played it are like, playing
1: this event this week because it doesn't cost them anything, so it's like, cool. I was really hoping that it was going to be single-player content for some of these, uh, I guess they're calling them story events, but I'm, I'm fine with this being how it is. Yeah. Speaking You're of d- story events, um, You're doing after well, yeah. I did the MCQ...
0: Oh, right. I did my
1: own story event where I drank a bottle of wine and then I recapped the entire War of the Spark book. So if anybody wants to know the Lord of War of the Spark, that's on my YouTube. Oh lord, we did actually...
0: Uh, we we I saw that a little bit. Hang on, I know where that is. I'm gonna find that now. All
1: right. <laughs> and also, yes, I will be introducing one of these events. I think I'm introducing the third or fourth one. It's going to be in a, about two weeks. Do you know which one you're doing? playing it it's called counters and it's counters. not counter spells it's plus one plus one counters or actually it's just proliferating in general it's loyalty counters plus one plus one counters minus one minus one counters if we had those right now <laughs> oh yeah so that's me <laughs> drunkenly um ditzing my way through this book <laughs> uh, you can see all my sticky notes in there notes. holy shit it's really well researched if you skip forward you'll actually see i Keep track of where all the characters locations are on the map behind me <laughs> using the magic of green screen technology
0: oh my goodness how many times did you have to like try and aim because you can't see what's on the green screen you comp that shit in i know how this works no i could i mean i was just looking you're just at, guessing
1: oh I look at your no, monitor i, could look. I, could, I saw <laughs> me on the green screen superimposed i was the weather girl of the future <laughs> oh
0: lord well that looks like you had fun at least so good job Amy thanks <laughs> <laughs> nice. I had a lot of fun uh you did put that up on your youtube so go check below Amy's channels are there so go clicky the linky and uh, go give her a subscribe alright uh oh, spoilers spoilers let's take a quick look is there anything um of interest in spoiler town uh yeah Yagma. Yagma. oh yeah I saw that
1: where'd he go uh Oh also Ooh, I like this card too. Which one? Kaya oh, let look at that new Kaya that new Ooh. Kaya I do everything card. Yes, I like this card a lot. So what uh, this card says Really good. Take a look at it. Each opponent <laughs> sacks
0: two creatures. So sorry, sacrifices a creature. Exile all cards from an opponent's from each opponent's graveyard. Create a one one white and black spirit creature token with flying, you gain four
1: life. Entwine three. Choose so you all you choose if two. you pay the entwine cost. Oh you choose two if you just pass the spell. Yeah. You choose four if you want twine. Or, well, you get all four. Yeah. That's so cool. I like this card. I really like Orzav
0: colors. I might be more Orzav than Boros, I think. <gasps> don't punch me. No, that's, that's <laughs> fine. There's just don't enslave any spirits anytime soon. No, I won't. Uh, this is another card that's also pretty cool. This Kest Dissident at the Mage. I saw this on Twitter yesterday, I think. So it's flying, and then during each of your turns, you may cast an instant or sorcery card from your graveyard if. A card cast this way would be put into a graveyard exile it instead. It's kind of cool. Three, four for four. Play your things. Hmm. I liked it. It was pretty. What else have we seen? Talk about Yawgmoth yeah?
1: Yeah. Yawgmoth The Yoggmoth who's got protection from humans. Nice. Uh, we also, so we had a Sarah Planeswalk I get printed earlier in mm-hmm. the set. And now we get moth That's very and this cool. This is while he is still a dude and not a scary god, the horror monster guy who's wrecking entire planes. He just kind of looks like <laughs> a dude. He nasty, though. He's like
0: an angry dude. looks like a little vampire man,
1: but he's not. He's a human cleric with protection from humans. Oh, and yes. somebody pointed this out to me in a very confusing, I guess, um, it means he can't deal damage to himself because he's a human so protection
0: from humans is basically no touchy so even if he blocks a human it doesn't do anything it
1: do- okay we're does not going to get into what protection does because it's a terrible mechanic just because of how many things it has okay. under it but yeah that that's part of it that the gist of it okay <laughs> human, and he has protection from humans
0: well that's fine he can you know i don't like most humans so
1: yeah that's fine but he enables a lot of kind of wacky combos uh he's very very interesting as far as how cards go i like these swords these were fancy i want to see someone cosplay yeah the uh, the old series of swords we have like the sword of feast and famine is a well-known one uh people who played in the cob age know how devastating it was to put those on birdies these are also still pretty awesome yeah they look cool what is this one made of Truth, um, and, Truth justice. and justice, uh, very good material. I'm personally leaning <laughs> towards that of justice. <laughs> uh, did
0: I see any others that were pretty cool? Oh, this Renan six people are quite fancy. Two mana, you get a three loyalty planeswalker. Return up to one target land card from a grave to your
1: hand. Cool. Deals one so damage. So this is target. going into Lord win Grace. Hmm. Also, it's a them. two mana planeswalker.
0: Yeah, that's the first one.
1: Second, tibble. second one. Itty bitty baby Tibble oh, was the the shitty one that was not good. Right. Shitty tibbles. tibbles. Okay. He was not <laughs> Amazing Tibble.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. And I see there's ninjas as well. Ninjas are there's cool. There's one ninja. No, there's two. There's this one, and then there was there's the one two? that they sent to our emails.
1: Oh. There's also um hex drinker, which uh, is down bottom, and a cat lord got printed, as well as a new Siv- uh, sliver lord that gives all slivers cascade oh, which is sanity yes, cool. uh, yes they they put in a sliver that's wooburg so you, know, you can put it in your rainbow decks as the commander it's legendary mm-hmm. and oh my god it gives every sliver cascade that's just such a horrifying <laughs> horrifying prospect oh, i love it i love it slivers look like fun well we and got was... a new cat lord if Wait, you uh, scroll down the to the lord? bottom
0: is it I think it's on cat... the right oh that's uh, not, no no what is it called? Oh, this guy. It's not called Cat. King of the Pride?
1: Yeah. Look at that. It's an uncommon cat lord. That's cool. Meow. Meow. And below it, uh, Drinker is also an interesting card. Oh, yeah. What is this? It's got weird things on it. Oh, leveling up is, I want to say a Zendikar mechanic. At least that's what I thought last. And this is like some D&D Leveling shit. up is you... You pay the cost for it in this case. You you pay one mana and you get to level it up. And it goes from being okay. a 2 1 to once you get it to level 3, a 4 4, and it's got protection from instance. And once you level it up to level 8 plus, protection from everything. And you can do that by proliferating once a level counter is already on oh, there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's What's the quickest you can get this to
1: level 8? Oh. Or- Chat, work that out I for mean, me. this is in Modern. <laughs> these are not cards that are going to be in Standard, so... No, I know, but in still... Modern, you can... I think there's some stupid way to do it. Yeah, you can... Probably you using can... Tronlands. lands. Probably <laughs> <That> <laughs> using Tron like lands. Mm.
0: See, these cards are interesting me... Inter- making me interested in... Let's do it that way,
1: uh, in Modern. I to, I want to touch stuff.
0: These look like fun.
1: Playing with these cards in Commander would also be great. Yeah. like I have Commander decks, so I want to put these in them. I want a cat commander deck so I can put that cat in it. Mm. I wanted to get the precon cat commander deck, but yeah. every time I tried to buy it, the price just kept going up and up, and I was like, oh, I should have bought it last month. Oh, no, I should have bought it last check, month. Check and by LGS. now it's like, like 80 bucks. Oh, they didn't have any they... copies. They were sold out like instantly. Oh, uh, okay. Because we found the
0: cat deck, we found the vampire one, and we found the dragon one all at our LGS, and we didn't think it would be there. It was like, oh, cool, sweet. Yeah. Right. Let's fight. All right, GG, Amy, good job kicking my ass there, holy shit. Immortal Sun is tough to deal with unless you find your, uh, (laughs) your Bronto (laughs) (laughs) bro. Nicely done. That's that for today. Thank you so much for watching, guys. We appreciate your faces. This is Duel's Dex Discourse brought to you by TCG Player. We love you. We leave you. Goodbye.